0: Welcome back to the show, everyone. This is the W2 Prison Break Show, the podcast to help you fire your boss and become the CEO of your own business in under 12 months. I'm your host, Brian O'Neill. And today we're gonna talk about a side hustle that I think everyone can start. And it's one of my favorites. And if you haven't figured it out by now, it's podcasting. I'm a podcaster. I love doing this. I think just like writing books that everyone has a book in them, for sure. Multiple books. I think everyone's got multiple podcasts in them as well. And in today's world, it's super easy to start one. So I'm going to tell you why you should start a podcast, how to do it. I'm going to give you the steps. It's not that challenging. And how you can actually monetize this thing and build a business around it. Okay. Before we dive into the topic of podcasting, I just want to give you a quick background on me and why I feel that I'm qualified to talk on this topic. I've had two shows. The first show that I ran, I've since retired it. It was for my real estate business. I did probably about 40 episodes, evergreen content. It served its purpose. It's done. Then I started the W2 Prison Break Show. To date, I've done about 130 podcast episodes. I, I do five episodes per week now as of December. I've interviewed a lot of people, and I've also been on about 40 to 50 shows. I don't have the exact number, but I've been on a lot of podcasts. So I'm north of 200 total podcast episodes. Now, there are people that have been doing it for a very long time. But I've been around the block here a few times. I'm in a podcast mastermind. I listen to a show specifically to help me learn more about podcasting. And it's just something I'm qualified to talk on. All right. The first thing you need to understand about becoming a podcaster is a lot of you think that you have to be this outgoing, extroverted person. I just don't subscribe to that. Number one, you guys tell yourself stories about who you are. To me, I think it's just unfounded. Show me the proof that you're not a social person, that you're introverted. And you know what? There's an audience for that. If you're an introvert, if you truly are and you're not a social person, believe me, there's millions of people who tell themselves the same thing. Start a podcast on that topic and you don't have to do this on YouTube. You don't have to do it in person. You don't have to even interview people. You can do a solo cast style podcast. Okay. What we need to first understand is that what is our podcast about? What are we going to talk about? And I'm going to give you a couple of different tips here on how you can come up with ideas for your show. And I just always want you to be thinking about it. It has to be something that you're interested in and that you have some some skill and some knowledge in. And I go back to, I teach my one-to-one students this. I teach my people in my mastermind this. I talk about this on the show all the time. Look no further than what you're doing in your life right now and what people are asking you for help with. If someone's coming to you repeatedly, people are coming to you repeatedly saying, hey, you're really good at this, Bill. You're you're really good at this. Kelly, can you help me with this? And this is happening over and over again. Not only is that an idea for a business, that's an idea for a podcast show. You could build something around that. With that in mind, Okay, with something that you're interested in, that you have skill, and that you feel like you could talk about, you're passionate about. I want you to go to ChatGPT, guys. If you aren't using ChatGPT, you're ser- you're seriously missing the boat on AI. This has been a such a time saving tool for me. I can't speak enough about it. It helps me with brainstorming, and I just put prompts in there. You know, hey, I'm a sales expert. Give me 15 ideas on what I could talk about on a podcast. I love pets. Give me 10 ideas of what I could talk about on a podcast. And then you can just keep playing with it, right? Hey, I worked in the nursing industry for 15 years. Give me some topics that I could start a podcast on that would help people, that would educate people. That's how you start brainstorming. And then you take it from there. Oh, I like that idea. I like that topic. And then it, you can help with the name of the show. Like you can p- put some of these plugins in ChatGPT now, and they can do the artwork for you. It's just amazing. So come up with an idea for your show. Use ChatGPT, brainstorm it. If you have any kind of social media following whatsoever, I can't tell you enough how important it is to pull them. I'm doing a series on Instagram and TikTok right now, and I let people vote. I let all 50-something thousand of my followers vote on what the next series was. I said, do you want side hustles? Do you want productivity hacks? Do you want mindset hacks? What do you want? And they picked side hustles, and that's what I'm doing. So if you have any type of following, just ask them, Hey, I'm thinking about starting a podcast. What do you think? Like, here are the ideas that I have. Here are the names of the show. Here's the artwork. Like you can pull your audience and ask them. They're the ones who are going to be listening because those are the people that you're going to promote the initial episodes to. So just pull them, ask your friends, ask your family. If you have an email list, ask them, is this something that you would listen to? Is this something you would be interested in? What type of Content, do you want to see? Do you want me to interview people? Who would you want me to interview? Ask, ask, ask. All right, now you got a topic for the show. You got a theme. You got a topic. Now you got to decide Am I going to do a weekly show? Am I going to do interview style? So, the common format, this is very common. You'll do one show per week, you'll do three interviews per month, and one solo cast episode per month where it's you talking about a specific topic. That's very popular. And that's manageable because I can tell you, having a daily show like I do five days per week, it's a lot. Like it's a lot to handle everything, right? I got to interview guests. We got to find people. We got to do the editing. Like it's a lot to handle. So I would not necessarily, unless you have a ton of bandwidth and you have somebody to help you with the post-production stuff in the beginning, I wouldn't recommend going to a daily show, but that's something you can be thinking about. I would do a once per week show minimum. Then you could up it to twice per week if you wanted to, if you had enough content. Because you got to think about it. If you, do once, if you do once per month, there's a lot of people that do one, one show per month. You only got 12 episodes per year. That's not enough opportunities to reach an audience. So if you do four, you got 48, 50 shows per year, right? And then here's the reason I like the interview style show. If you choose that and you're in your niche, you're in your topic, you are going to meet a lot of people. You're going to meet a lot of interesting, cool people, and you can forge new relationships. Like I I always talk about getting around new people, getting around people who are like-minded. That leads to other opportunities, okay? So really important. I think that you should have an interview-style show. That's just my thought on it. Lots of people will disagree with me, but I just think just from the relationship standpoint alone, and don't interview your friends. You want to look for people that can bring value to your audience. If you go down the route of doing a real estate show, I mean, there's a ton of real estate shows out there. So you want to make sure that you're having people on the show that are in the real estate business or they're investors. They can speak to your audience. They can teach. That's what this is all about. You want to teach your audience, okay? Or you entertain them. There's a bunch of different podcasts you can do. Both of mine have been educational style, but hey, there's great shows out there that are just entertaining people. Those are a little bit more challenging to pull off because there's a lot of people in that space. But I'm strictly talking about, hey, this is a topic that you're interested in. You're trying to build a business around it and support your business. All right. So you have your theme of the show and then you have your format. Now we have those two things covered. Now it's okay. What do I do now? What do I talk about? How do I produce this thing? I'm going to give you some really, really simple things for you to get started. Number one, do not overthink it with the equipment. You don't have to have all this super fancy equipment. You don't have to have like awesome microphones. you got to have this good audio for sure. Now, I'm using a microphone. If you guys are watching on uh, YouTube, I use a $250 microphone. It's a Shure MV7 microphone. It's pretty darn good. It's economical. It's a USB or a dynamic. So you can plug it into a recorder if you have one, which I don't have, or you just plug it right into your laptop and it's mobile. So you can carry this thing with you. If I travel, I can bring it with me. I can plug it into my laptop and I could do my interviews on Zoom and I've got audio and video, right? There's a lot of other tools you can use, but that's really all that you need. You need a Zoom account. You need a Microphone, you could spend anywhere from $100. I had a $100 microphone before I upgraded to this one, and this is totally fine, okay? So you're gonna get good audio quality if you do that, right? And then my videos are on YouTube, so I have some lights. I got light, if you're watching on YouTube, I got lights in the background, I got lights coming at me, like lighting is important because you wanna make sure people can see you, but if you're not doing YouTube, the lighting doesn't make, it, make a difference. Here's the reason I think it's a good idea to record your podcast with video, even if you decide not to put it on YouTube, is that you can use it for content and social media clips down the line. This stuff is evergreen. So consider that if you're going to do that, then you definitely want to have the lighting correct if you're going to be doing the, the short clips, because the clips can drive people on social media to your podcast page, right? On the equipment there's all you need to do. It doesn't, you just keep it simple. Most people, and I again, I've been on some big shows. They use Zoom and they have uh, a decent microphone and they got good lighting and they sound good. It's important to sound good when you're on your show. All right, now what do we talk about? Well, how how do I do this? How do I pull this off? All right, well, you're talking about topics in your niche. Again, if you've picked a particular topic, right? You you picked nursing, or you picked real estate, or you picked pets, or you you picked something about parenthood. My wife and I had an idea to start a podcast about being parents to an only child because we think there's a lot of people out there that could benefit from that and our experiences. We didn't do it, but that's a podcast you could start. So think about what people are going to be interested in, and you just simply talk about your experiences, guys. I get so many podcast ideas simply by just being aware of what's happening around me. Now I have a mastermind group. I coach clients one-to-one. I'm all over social media. I do a lot of live sessions and people are asking me questions all the time and they're giving me feedback. I have a feedback loop and I make podcast episodes about it, but I'm paying attention to that. So in the beginning, you're going to have to do some brainstorming. Again, you can go into ChatGPT. And come up with topics. Hey, give me, give me 10 topics that I could talk about. What are problems that people have in this particular space, in this particular niche? What do they need? And then you go solve for that with your knowledge and your expertise and the guests that you bring on the show. Those are the people that are going to solve the problem. I'll give you a great example. A lot of the people that listen to my show, a lot of the listeners, they'll say, hey, Brian, I, I have a hard time investing in real estate because I don't have money. I don't know how to raise private capital. What did I do? I, I brought on like four people that have talked about how to raise private money. So it's simply by listening to them or, hey, Brian, I have these self-limiting beliefs. I don't believe in myself. I don't think that I'm worthy. I don't think that I'm capable. I do a whole episode on that. I do a whole episode on your self-limiting beliefs because this is very common. It shows up over and over again. So just pay attention to the feedback that you're getting from people and have a running list. Like I have a a note app in my phone where I have just a running list of podcast ideas and I just check them off. Okay, have I done this one? Check, check. And it's okay to be repetitive with some stuff too. Don't feel like you have to have a brand new mind blowing topic every time. You just have to make sure that you're solving somebody's problem. And the best way to do this is to ask questions. Like you'll see with a lot of my episodes, I'll ask a question, right? Have you had this experience? Have you ever felt this way? Have you ever thought about starting a podcast, but didn't know where to start? Well, in today's episode, I'm going to teach you exactly how to do that. And at the end of the episode, you're going to know how to pick your podcast and how to launch it, how to edit it, how to have it fully ready to roll by the end of this show. You're going to have everything that you need. You say that at the beginning of an episode, you're going to draw people in who are interested in that particular topic, right? With your themed show. Now how does this relate? How does starting a podcast relate to the W2 Prison Break show? Well, it's a side hustle. This is a business. Podcasting is a business if you treat it as such. It's it's a commodity. Okay? You can build a business around this and I'm going to get into that in just a minute here. So, topics. Don't overthink the topics, but also be very very aware of what your audience is asking you, what people want to learn about. And you can go to Google Trends. You can go to answerthepublic.com. You can go to YouTube for crying out loud and just search in, type in in the search questions related to your niche and they'll fill it out for you. Go make videos on that. You don't have to overthink it. Like this stuff is already there. Just go ahead and put your Spin on it, your experience, and share your story. Always make sure that you're sharing your story because people connect with you. They connect with the story. Don't think that you have to go out and get these massive big guests that you got to have Brian O'Neill on your show to get to 10,000 downloads per month. Haha. Ha. You guys are supposed to laugh at that, by the way. But seriously, you don't have to have these huge guests on your show. Sometimes that can be a bit of a trap. The people who are listening to your show, listen to the show because of you. Do they enjoy the guests? They do, but they're listening because of you. So you have to be on your game and you have to be the one delivering the content, delivering the value. I can't stress that enough if you're going to start a show. All right. You've got your theme. You've got your content. You've got your format and you've got your equipment, like you're, you're ready to roll. You're shooting the episode here. You're filming the episode. You're recording the episode. I would look to do something somewhere between 15 to 40 minutes because that's people's attention spans. I don't like one hour episodes. Maybe you might have a show that's longer than that, but just try to keep it within that window, 15 to 40 minutes maximum. And that's going to be super, super effective because you don't want to be rambling, right? People just lose their attention. Think about how long they're going to be listening to it for, like car rides, like commutes are in that time window of 15 to 40 minutes. People are busy. They have busy lives. They don't have a lot of time. So you want to make sure that you're delivering the value in a short amount of time. And if you do this right, you can have awesome episodes that last 15 to 20 minutes. I promise you that. But with the interviews, they're going to be a little bit longer because you're going to be going back and forth a little bit. And, you know, the guest is going to be delivering value and telling their story and sharing stuff and teaching. And there's two people, so it's going to take a little bit longer, just as a general rule of thumb, because there's two of you. When there's one, I mean, I do five-minute episodes on Friday. I can do a five-minute episode every time because I'm very targeted and I know what to talk about. This episode's a little bit longer because I'm teaching a larger topic. Okay. After the episode is done, what do we do with our episode? How do we produce it? This is where people get stuck. A couple things you can do. You can go on a site like Fiverr and find an audio editor and edit your, edit your raw audio. Okay. You can add, give them the music. They're going to ask you for an intro. You're going to have to record an intro. Okay. This is the W2 Prison Break Show, just like I do. The podcast to help you fire your boss and become the CEO of your own business in under 12 months. I do that every single time because I prefer rehearse it. but you can record that once and give it to your editor and they just add it in, right? You can add the music if you want to. I don't have music. I used to, I just like to get right to it. Then you can have an outro, which is at the end, which is just like, Hey, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. You know, don't overthink this stuff, but give all of that stuff to your editor on Fiverr. You can get somebody to to publish your episodes. My old show, I had somebody publishing my episodes it was like anywhere from $30 to $50 per episode. And trust me, you do not want to be doing this stuff yourself because it takes a long time. They deliver the finished product to you, and then you just simply upload it to wherever you're hosting. Now, where do I host? Where do I host my my podcast? When you're first starting out and, and your budget's small and you've just spent 100 or $250 on a microphone, you already got your laptop, you got your Zoom account, you're spending 50 bucks an episode to produce it, Uh, Spotify for podcasters is free used to be called anchor.fm at Spotify for podcasters right now you can just go load the episodes up there there's a ton of hosting sites out there like Buzzsprout Libsyn I use uh, Kajabi for my hosting because it's part of my entire website and my coaching platform it's an all-in-one device where I have my courses in there my email funnels are in, my email list is in there, like everything's in there. It's an all-in-one. You can simply do it for free with Spotify for podcasters. And if you decide later that you want to change, it's an easy process to transfer your feed to another provider, to another host. Very easy to do. Do some research there, but do not overthink it. For your artwork. You can simply go on Canva and use some of their templates to design a logo, or you can just go back to Fiverr and have somebody design a logo. Show notes. You'll need show notes. Again, this is do not overthink this. In the beginning, your show notes don't matter. Nobody's looking at that stuff anyway, and nobody's really listening to your show in the beginning. So don't overthink show notes. The critical pieces is the content and producing a good quality product. So you can use ChatGP for the title. Here's what I do, right? I have a transcript. We have a transcript for the title and the show notes. Like you're going to get a transcript after you download your episode, you can get the text format and you just simply put it in ChatGPT and say, hey, this is a podcast episode. Here's a transcript. Give me five ideas for the title that are catchy, draw people's attention and gets them to want to listen. They give you five ideas. If you like one of them, great. Pick it. If not, say, hey, give me five more. After you pick the title, you say, hey, I'm going to use this title. Go back to ChatGPT. I'm going to use this title. Write me a very brief paragraph on the show notes for this episode. Keep it short. What is the listener going to learn? And give me like three or four bullet points. Bam. And then it gives you the show notes. You copy and paste that into Spotify for podcasters. You upload your artwork. You upload the episode. The MP3 or the Wave format, whatever they give you, whatever your editor gives you, you upload it, click upload, and, you're, you're po- and you schedule it, right? You want to schedule it out. You typically want to, depending on what day of the week, there's a bunch of different methodologies for what day to load your podcast. I have a daily show, so it's every day for me. But you want to look at, maybe I'm doing a Tuesday or a Wednesday upload. A lot of people do episodes on Tuesday or Wednesday. And then the time of the day. It's usually early in the morning, anywhere from like midnight to maybe three or four o'clock in the morning, because again, people are up all over different times of the world. People are going to listen to your show all over the world. I mean, I have p- people in all different countries listening to my show, and it's like yeah, people, really, people in Singapore listen to my show. That's awesome. So you want to make sure that it's between those between those hours, and it's okay to test different times as well and track it. One more thing on the show notes. You definitely want to have some type of way for people to get in touch with you. If you have a website, you put your website in there. If you have a free thing, maybe you put your free for freebie in there. You have a call that they can have with you. Just send them to one spot. Don't give them like 50 links in there. Send them to your social media. People are typically not taking a lot of call to actions in podcast show notes. They're just listening, they're consuming and they're trusting you. And if you speak it like, hey, go to W2PrisonBreak.com, eventually they'll get there and they'll check out your stuff. So you want to make sure that you're doing this and you're supporting a back-end business. My podcast is a lead magnet for the people that I want to coach or the people that I want to put in my, that I want to have in my mastermind group or people that I want to get on my email list. That's really where you're going to have the value of your podcast. You got to give people a way to opt in. Subscribe to the podcast, right? Or here's my free thing that's going to help you solve this particular problem. It's a lead magnet, and you collect their email in exchange for that, and then you can start nurturing that, right? So don't skip this step. Just put one link in your show notes and make sure that it directs them to a spot. You can collect their email address, and then you'll have an email sequence, which is a whole other podcast episode. But this is the part where the business comes in. You want your show to support a back-end business that you're thinking about. Because not everyone's going to be Joe Rogan here, okay? You're not going to get these massive sponsorship deals. That shouldn't be your your an advertising. That shouldn't be your, your play here. Think of your podcast as a lead magnet and as a big, meaty piece of cornerstone content. That you can turn into a bunch of different types of content. A great mentor of mine, he was on the show, Steven Westner taught me this. A 40-minute podcast episode, a 30-minute podcast episode. You can do so much with it. And if you have a bunch of them, that's a book. That's multiple books, like a long form book, ebooks, those are courses that you could put together. Those are Instagram posts, LinkedIn posts, those are emails, those are blog posts. I mean, it is just endless which is why I love having the video, even if you're not going to post it on YouTube. And then also the short form clips as well. So I want you to be thinking in that manner that you have all of this content and it's all there and it all can be transcribed. You can turn a podcast series into a book, a book that you can use as a lead magnet, a book that you can sell. And the possibilities are just endless. I could go on and on here. So I want you to think about that when you start your show. It's like, this is something that is a commodity, all right? I can sell sponsorships. I can sell ads. I can drive traffic from the show to my business. Think that way. Huge lead magnet. That's your show, all right? And when you're doing your content, I want to make sure that you let your personality shine through, okay? Be you. Don't pretend to be somebody else that you're not. Be you. That's who's going to resonate with you. Your people are going to find you. I promise you. As long as you stick with it, and you don't give up, and you continue to be consistent with the message. And you're not all over the place. And you know, you got a real estate show, and you're talking about, you know, football. Like you shouldn't be doing that. Talk about real estate. Talk about nursing. Like I talk about people helping them quit their jobs. Like that's everything that I'm doing is helping people quit their jobs. Right? Get out of their nine to five get into business for themselves. And this is a business. This is one part of business. All right. How do we promote the show after it's aired? And then we're going to wrap up here. Okay. Because this is important because a lot of you are going to be stuck in the beginning In the beginning, your friends and family are going to listen to you. So you're going to get minimal downloads unless you have an audience already, a big audience already. So if you don't have an audience, you're building that and that's okay. And don't sweat it, because your first few episodes are not going to be good. If I go back and listen to episode number one of my first podcast, it's like, man, that wasn't good at all. But now I know what I'm doing. I'm still getting better. I'm not perfect. I'm getting better. I know how to do this now. And you just continue to get more and more polished. And that'll happen. And more and more people will listen to you, because you are getting better. So give yourself a realistic timeline on this, all right? Promoting it. Again, if you have an email list, you're promoting every episode to your email list promoting the episode, what it's about, click here to listen to it. Social media. That's why I like the clips. If you guys follow me on any of my social media, you'll see that I have podcast episode clips that promotes the episode. I say, okay, hey, if you want to learn more about what Brian's talking about or what Whitney's talking about or what Chris is talking about, go to episode number 115 or 118 of the W2 Prison Break Show. And then I add it to my stories and I have a link there. Now, do I get tons of downloads off of that? Probably not. But I get some and I get more uh, more traction. And then by me going on other people's shows and talking about my podcast, that helps me. So that's where the marketing piece comes in. That's why it's important for you to start collecting these addresses, getting guests on your show that will share the episode. You do a good job of promoting them and highlighting them. And making them feel good, be like, "Hey, I had an awesome conversation with Jason. I had an awesome conversation with Kate. I I want to share this episode with you. Here are the highlights. Like, put them on a pedestal, and then they go share the episode with their list, with their audience. And I mean, that stuff's that's gold, right? That's essentially what you what you want to have happen. Now, don't rely on that as your only strategy, but you certainly want to employ all of these strategies to promote." your episode. And then again, constantly be looking for the feedback loop. You want to track your metrics. You can get that in on these platforms in Apple. You can get them in Spotify. See how much of an episode people are watching, how long they're watching it for. So retention is important for your growth. You want to make sure that people are uh, reviewing the show, rating the show. You can ask for that. You always want to ask for that. Don't overdo it. I don't ask you guys to rate and review the show very much, but I do do it. And I, sometimes I do it in email. That's going to help push the episodes out, push the show out to more people, right? Same thing on social media. Tell more people about it. Engage. This is the appropriate way to use social media if you have a podcast, is to participate, all right? I go in and I engage with accounts that I think would be good for my show. To listen to my show and I'll comment on their stuff or other guests that I want on the show. I don't just cold DM them and say, hey, man, you got 150,000 followers be on my show. No, it's like I engage with them. And then I'll go back and say, hey, look, I, I think you'd be a great fit for the show. Would you, would you like to be on? And pu- instead of just me cold DMing them, hey, I don't know you from uh, a hole in my head. Do you want to be on my podcast because you have half a million followers? Like That doesn't work. That doesn't work, especially for larger guests. You know, the, the what's in it for them? So I want to nurture that relationship a little bit. And that takes a little bit of time. In the beginning, you're not going to have huge guests unless you know somebody. But you got to be ready for that. Like I had Dr. Joe Vitale on my show, the guy who was in The Secret, who's basically known as like the king of manifestation. And I had a hookup. Like I was connected to him by somebody else, by one of my mentors. And I tell you what, I prepared for like three hours for that podcast. And it was a damn good show because I prepared for it. And he thanked me. He says, that was really good. You did a really great job, Brian. That's when I knew that I was ready for the big time, that I can interview anybody. But I wouldn't have had that opportunity if I didn't use some of my relationships to get to that point. Okay. Hopefully now you have a full understanding of what it takes to run a show to start a show, to run a show. There's obviously more to it with running it. But now I've just got you to the point where you've got from idea to you have the show is live and launched and how to promote it. If you liked this episode, if you liked this idea or, or if you liked this format, I haven't talked about starting a podcast yet or dedicated a whole episode to it. Hit me on my email. I always leave my email and say, hey, I'd like you to cover this, Brian, about podcasting because you left something out. And I'll do an episode on it or I'll do something on it. I'll do a YouTube video on it because I want to help you guys. Again, I'm always looking for the feedback loop. I get my ideas from you, from the feedback. Okay, awesome stuff. I was talking about rating and reviewing the show, so I'm going to do it now because I don't do it very often. If you guys like the podcast, just take a minute or two. Leave a five star rating and review or four stars if you think it's four stars. I would just love the feedback. I really would. It helps support, gets to more people. Do you see what I just did there? I just asked you. So I delivered some good content, some good value. And then I just asked you for some. I didn't ask you to like, you know, share this with everybody on on planet earth and put it on your stories and hey, click this link and go here. It's just like one thing. One thing. And most people won't do it, and that's okay but some will. So you got to like pepper it in and just make sure that you're not overdoing it because again, the episode is about what's in it for the person listening, not what's in it for Brian. So the people that are listening, those of you that are listening, you're like, "Hey, all right, Brian's teaching me how to do a podcast here." And I feel like I learned something, so yeah, I'll go out and I'll rate his show, I'll review his show. But don't overdo it. Don't overdo that stuff. I really appreciate you guys tuning in as always. I love my listeners. I wish I could meet every single one of you, maybe one day that that'll be possible. I don't, I don't know, but I really just, I'm grateful that you tune in. I'm grateful that you support the show. I'll see you tomorrow. Make it an excellent day.